No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Abiathar the priest brings the ephod to inquire of the Lord for David. And David saves the city of Keilah from the Philistines. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 23 on Simply the Bible. Decisions, decisions. We all have countless decisions to make. What we will do, where we will live, whom we will marry, where do we go for advice, whom do we trust, how can we ensure that we don't make bonehead decisions? David faced the same decision-making problems that we face. But he had one other factor to contend with. The king of the country was seeking to take his life. David knew that if he would escape with his life, then it would only be with the help of the Lord. But that was the very lesson God wanted to teach him. We pick it up in 1 Samuel chapter 23. Then they told David, saying, Look, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah, and they are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and save Keilah. What a great asset it was for David to now have Abiathar the priest with the ephod. In the ephod were the Urim and the Thummim which means lights and perfections. We don't know exactly what they were, but they were used in determining the mind of the Lord. Many Bible students think that they were sacred lots. But what an advantage it gave David to be able to inquire of the Lord. God knows everything and can do anything. Therefore, if there is one advisor you want to have on your team, it's the Lord. In Christ, we have this advantage as well. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. James tells us that if we lack wisdom, we can ask for it and God will give it to us liberally and without finding fault. The only condition is that we ask in faith without any doubting. We must believe that God will give us the wisdom that we seek and then not waver in our stance. But even though we have this access to effective decision-making, how many people use it? How many people stop and pray for God to reveal His will and then wait in faith for His answer? David was a warrior at heart who was willing to courageously fight the Lord's battles. Therefore, he inquired of the Lord, who told David to go ahead and attack the Philistines and deliver Keilah from their hand. Not only would this save this city of Judah, but it would also begin to establish David as a deliverer of his people. But David's men said to him, Look, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Attacking the Philistines seemed like a good idea to David, and he received the green light from the Lord. But his men were not convinced. The bottom line was that they were afraid. They were a band of 400 men, and at last count, Saul's army numbered 3,000, 
Plus, Saul's army was made of skilled war veterans. David's men felt they had enough to deal with being on the run from Saul. What business did they have taking on the Philistines? But God had more faith in them than they had in themselves. The truth is that no war was ever won hiding out. In one sense, they needed this battle to hone their fighting skills. After all, they were just a ragtag bunch of guys who were in debt, distressed, and discontented. But God would make them mighty men of valor. I think that God often sees greater potential in us than we would dare to see in ourselves. Take the apostles of Christ, for example. We know that they were fearful of the Jews, especially after the crucifixion. They were all in hiding. But Jesus called them the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And that is how the Lord looks at his church today. He has given us spiritual weapons that are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Rather than being overawed with the power of evil in the world, we should be going on the offensive to deliver people from Satan's power. Fearing God, we are fearless of men. David was convinced, but how was he to convince his men? Verse 4, Then David inquired of the Lord once again, and the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into your hand. David went back to the Lord and asked him again. I love the fact that God was patient with David. He didn't rebuke him for asking a second time. But this time the Lord assured David that he would grant them victory. This was a confirmation and it would give David's men the assurance they needed to follow their leader into battle. And David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines, struck them with a mighty blow and took away their livestock. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. Think what they accomplished in this battle. They saved the inhabitants of Keilah. They learned how to fight together as an army. They learned to respect David as their commander-in-chief. They captured the livestock of the Philistines. So now they would have plenty of food for a good long while. Now it happened when Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Keilah, that he went down with an ephod in his hand. When Saul killed Abiathar's father, 85 priests and all the inhabitants of Nob, it was a great massacre. It would have been difficult for Abiathar to see any good coming from this. But now Abiathar was serving the new anointed king of Israel, and David would have the advantage of having the high priest with him at all times. David now had an army of 400 men, the prophet Gad, and the priest Abiathar. These were the beginnings of the greatest kingdom on earth. Zechariah 4.10 says, For who has despised the day of small things? Every great work that God establishes starts small and usually takes much time to develop. David and his men would remain in the wilderness for 10 years before God would establish him as king. God takes much time to forge his choicest instruments. And Saul was told that David had gone to Keilah. So Saul said, God has delivered him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. 
It is interesting how Saul could be so self-deceived as to think that God was delivering David into his hand when at every turn God delivered David out of his hand. But even Satan is self-deceived. He thought he had gained his greatest victory when he put Christ on the cross. But that is where Christ triumphed over him and his demonic hordes, fulfilling the prophecy of Eden that the seed of the woman would crush the serpent's head. Then Saul called all the people together for war to go down to Keilah to besiege David and his men. Have you ever felt that everyone was against you? Have you ever felt that the opposition was more than you could bear? Have you ever felt that you were one step away from disaster? Then take courage. God says to the person who trusts in him in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. What a beautiful promise this is. Once in ministry, I felt that everything was against me. I felt that Satan was throwing everything he had at me. People accused me of things I didn't do, and it didn't matter what I said in my own defense. I felt threatened, and I knew that the devil would destroy me if he could. But I strengthened myself in the Lord and in his promises. This passage from Isaiah especially gave me comfort. I didn't see how it would all work out at the time, but God truly has worked through all those circumstances for our personal good and for the advancement of his work. Our righteousness comes not from ourselves, but it is a gift from God for all who trust in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Now, when David knew that Saul plotted evil against him, he said to Abiathar the priest, bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord God of Israel, your servant has certainly heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Lord God of Israel, I pray, tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver you. Now, if I would have been David, I would have thought, naturally, the citizens of Keilah will support me against Saul. After all, I just delivered them from the Philistines. But David was wise enough to see that there were conflicting loyalties involved. And no city in Israel wanted to have Saul as their enemy. Saul had just destroyed the entire city of Nob in Judah. And that was a priestly city. Saul would stop at nothing to execute his wrath against David and against all who helped him. Therefore, David told Abiathar to ask two questions of the Lord. First, will Saul come down as it has been reported to me? And second, will the men of Keilah deliver me into his hand? And the Lord answered, Saul will come down and they will deliver you into his hand. It would have been easy for David to be bummed about this. He could have become filled with self-pity. He could have been bitter with the citizens of Keilah for betraying him after he had delivered them. Instead, David simply moved on. He removed himself from the situation and spared them from sinning. 
He also spared them from harboring him and his men and receiving the brunt of King Saul's wrath. This was an example of how being able to inquire of the Lord and receive the Lord's answers was such a huge asset to David. So David and his men, about 600, arose and departed from Keilah and went wherever they could go. Then it was told Saul that David had escaped from Keilah, so he halted the expedition. Because David made his escape, Saul stopped his pursuit. It is so easy for us to jump ahead in making decisions. It's so easy for us to get ahead of the Lord. God never seems to move fast enough for my taste. But I have discovered the hard way that it is wise to wait on the Lord. It is good to inquire of Him often. I don't think it's possible to ask Him too much. He is never in a hurry and He always makes time for those who seek Him. But will we seek Him and wait upon Him? He who gives God the first choice chooses best. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where David hides out in the wilderness and Saul relentlessly pursues him, but his friend Jonathan strengthens him in the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Samuel on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible